Had you actually read the email, you would know that the podcast you are about to listen to could contain explicit language and offensive content. These HR experts' views are not representative of their past, present, or future employers. If you've ever heard, my manager is unfair to me, I need you to reset my HR portal password, or can I write up my employee for crying too much? Welcome to our little safe zone. Welcome to Jaded HR. Welcome to Jaded HR, the podcast by two HR professionals who want to help you get through the workday by saying all the things you're thinking, but say them out loud. I'm Warren. And this is Feathers. And as always, this episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporter, Hallie, the original Jaded HR rock star. Hey, y'all. She's getting lonely in Patreon lane by herself, so uh, go visit us. The, the link is in our uh, the show notes here. Uh, but if you're also supporting the show, you can support us by uh, leaving us a review, telling a friend, or contributing a story. And speaking of stories, I've got a couple of interesting ones, I hope, for today. So this this first one comes from Eric Meyer, and I think it was last week. I didn't write down the, or didn't write the date when I cut it and paste, did it? But a give you the, well, here. Among all the stupid things managers can do, and there's so many stupid things a manager can do, what telling your staff that's primarily not your Saxon, Western European, or you want to call it staff, that, let's see here, this, they need to hire, he, the, man, the owner of the company said to a supervisor, we need to hire a higher class of individual with the look of Ken and Barbie. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't read this. <laughs> we were, and then went on to say, he's looking for those who are petite, attractive, young, and Caucasian. <laughs> Let's just spell it out. I think there's enough, what do you call it when you can mix the words in it uh, uh, around and come up with something new? Uh you could come up with discrimination and lawsuit, and I think you could come up with some really good words if you scramble those letters and that that phrase around. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're done. We're two bald yeah. middle aged guys, so it's like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah, I, um, I just people still do this. This is the twenty first century, people. Well, uh, one, needless- come on, man, a hundred percent people still do this. Like, See, this just this does not shock me in the slightest. As as jaded as I am, I want to think that this should well, no, this should be behind us, but that I, I just I just can't I can't figure it out. Uh, That's just being naive, here. Warren. That's just being naive. This shit happens still. <laughs> <laughs> well, the defendant who owned an apartment complex fired Hispanic women because of their national origin, and once again wanted to place replace them with Ken and Barbie. I, I just, uh, oh, it, he actually apparently in this lawsuit uh, told older Hispanic woman she's getting fired because she's 65 years old. <laughs> he told her, that. <laughs> you're, you're old. 
<laughs> I mean, this is the case that it, I'm, and I love reading Eric Meyer's blog posts, but you know, I, if you actually read the entire thing, I'm sure it gets some really, really juicy stuff in there. Uh, uh, the Fifth Circuit Court wrote, in this case, viewing the evidence in the most favorable to the EEOC, the evidence demonstrates clear discriminatory motive on its face without the need for inference. The owner expressed dismay with the fact that his staff were, quote, all Mexicans. Both that owner and the second owner expressed a desire to change the demographics of the staff. The first owner, or owner uh uh, made his preferences very clear for white staff to be known on multiple occasions. And then he goes on saying that he wanted the Ken and Barbie and things like that. But it gets even better. Well, I don't know if you call this better or not. <laughs> this is the gift that keeps on giving. The owner admitted to the supervisor that he did fire the plaintiff because she was Mexican. But that's what, and he, he wraps it up with, that's what direct evidence of discrimination looks like. Uh now it'll be up to the jury to determine whether all this actually happened. Although they may want to settle this lawsuit. I'm like, yeah, let's quickly. You've gotten enough Brad press already. Just do anything you can to get rid of it. Make it go away. <laughs> quickly. <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I actually, I, I take that back. Let, let these people be seen in the light for all that they, they are. I mean, it just, I, I read that. I'm like, really, really, people. This is, and I'm surprised there's not a recording of it with people talking about always recording. You some defensive management courses will tell you to always act like your employees are recording you. Maybe he should have uh, taken some heed to that. But just wow, wow. Okay, so I found. I don't know how I found this site. This site. It's called Daily Dot. I've never heard of it before. On September 29th, a TikTok video went viral with over 500,000 views, giving details of managers managing out people from their jobs. Uh, you know, and it, it goes on to say, move over, quite quitting. There's a new passive aggressive behavior taking over the workforce. Now, getting managed out of a job, that's, that's a real thing. And it it can be a good thing for the employer. Obviously, if you're the employee, it's not going to work. But it actually can be a good thing for the employee because you're probably attempting to improve whatever behavior is making you want to manage them out. And that's what a that's part of what a PIP is, and all sorts of corrective counseling or in, in disciplinary actions. That's managing people out. You know. What exactly does? I'm just thinking it's our it's our job because the 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 hiring manager or the manager wants to come and just go. Oh. I just want to fire them. Yeah. You know, so let's take the managing out approach. <laughs> the managing out approach. <laughs> so what do you have? We're, we're definitely a part of this, but we're doing it more politically correct, I guess you would say, than just like you're fired. Yeah. Well, I I, w I think I've told the story in the show once upon a time that I had an employee, was a great employee all these years, long-term employee. He ended up, uh, his performance started sliding downhill, downhill, downhill. We put him on a pip and he like took it to heart and he said, you know, I have been sliding. I've been taking it easy. I've been, you know, too relaxed. And he stepped up and a, a couple of years later, he ended up being employee of the year for that, that division. And I was like, yeah, you know, 
you had it in you. It's just he became complacent and just needed a little fire written him. And that is, yes, we were managing him out. We gave him a, a pip and said, hey, you need to meet. Here's your goals. You're, you're not doing A. Here's how to get. We want you to get to A. You're not doing B. Here's how we'll get you to B. We laid it out, out all out for him. And he followed it. And he, he thrived. And so, oh, and of course, they always reference their friends who's an ex-HR professional uh, <laughs> in this. Let's see here. Let's see. Many believe that if they work hard at their job, they'll simply reap the rewards that are due to them. Conversely, uh, the TikToker says you may uh, think that if you're bad at your job, they would just sit you down and have a conversation, say, hey, this isn't working. But she explains the case in large corporate corporations. Instead, your manager will talk to everyone else under the sun apart from you, she says, leading the company to also believe that you're bad for your job. And this will make it difficult for you to stay. So a manager, yeah. Hey, don't give this job to Warren. Let me let me get that to someone who will handle it better. You know, I, I don't see the manager probably is coming to HR and other directors. Hey, I'm having a problem with this employee. What do we have to do? But Wow. It's crazy. So it goes on to a bunch of things. If you find yourself in the situation, they, they suggest that you be vocal about your needs to your supervisors and coworkers and familiarize yourself with the company policies for promotions and raises. And when it comes time to have that conversation with supervisor, they can, be present, they can present their accomplishments and progression at the company. But the TikToker said, if you're getting one of these promotions, if you're getting one of those pay raises and if something is telling you uh, this isn't right, trust me, your gut isn't lying to you. So I, I don't get what that's all about, but yeah. It, <laughs> Can I just do our best practice early? <laughs> oh, just, shoot. Just just do your job. That's it. Just do your job. <laughs> just like, do your job. <laughs> you won't be managed out. You, <laughs> you might hit a ceiling and not go above that, but that's okay. We need worker bees. Everybody needs worker bees. And but some people I'm love like, that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know I have plenty of scenarios or case, cases where I've got individuals that do not want promotions or do not want more responsibility. They like their job. They like the lane they live in. That's fine. But if you don't, you don't be managed out, it's a simple solution. Just do your damn job. Do That's your job. <laughs> I just, but if your job is, they... if your job is a fry guy, then be the best damn fry guy out there. And maybe one day you'll be doing burgers. Like, there's <laughs> or, nothing wrong with even, that. Our friend Suzanne Lucas wrote this article, or actually it's on Disrupt HR, about have, hiring average people or adequate people for average positions. And that's what you have to do. Just be adequate. You don't have <laughs> to be the top 10%. Be adequate. Do what you're supposed we, to do. Can we just change our pug? <laughs> JNHR, we're adequate. We're adequate. That, we're adequate. Hey, somebody <laughs> sometimes give it's us funny. a review. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's not. It's just adequate. It's what it is. <laughs> it's adequate. <laughs> it's adequate. <laughs> give us a review. Somebody go on to Apple right now and give us a <laughs> review. I want it to say just adequate. That's just adequate. Please, somebody yeah. go on right now and do that. That will make my day. I'm not a fan of the quiet quitting thing. And it's about that's setting not a new, boundaries. That's not a new phenomenon. Quiet quitting is no, something it, new. It's it's not, but it, you got your group of people that are quite quitting, so they're doing the bare minimum. They're just skating by, and then you have these That's... people that are doing less and get put on a pip and get managed out, as I was about to say. But my question for all this is, when it comes time to promote people to the next level, where are we going to get those 
candidates from when we want to promote someone. If you're doing the bare minimum help, you're getting promoted. And then, like we said, there's a whole group of people. They love the zone they're in and they don't want to be promoted. They're absolutely just fine where they're at. And hey, good for them. Because let me tell you, I, I talked to someone once upon a time. We're talking about a, a, a career path for them. And they just said, no, I don't want to manage people. I can't stand dealing with people. And I was like, welcome to HR. <laughs> I, I, actually, I actually applaud that person. want to give them a spot bonus like right then because yeah. I have a lot of people managers that I wish were not people managers. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, you hire those technical people who are probably really good at their job and, oh, they're really good at doing their job. So let's promote them into, you know, it's called the Peter principle, promote, keep promoting them until they can't uh, succeed. And then you get rid of them. And for some people that becomes the, the people management side. You, hey, I'm this great technician. I can do all the technical aspects of my job. But when it comes to leading and managing people and making tough decisions, they're just the deer in headlight. Ah! But anyhow. Let's see. I'm going through these a little quicker than I thought. Oh, this one for you, Jan, over at Nonsherm Approve. Here's a little segment. I, I copied and pasted this. Once again, I didn't put the date in. It was on LinkedIn. Johnny C. Taylor, president of Sherm, writes this article of, do you know what's one form of workplace discrimination that isn't essentially illegal? Any ideas? No. Well, it's shocking and concerning, writes JCT, but political harassment can disrupt the workplace. Even more alarming, one in four Americans now report some sort of political bias. There is a silver lining, though. There's a, always a way to find strength and diversity. And he says, check out my interview on CBS, da 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 da, da. So, like certain states, California being one, does have a, a political harassment. Your political affiliation is a protected class in California, but... Having a hangnail on my left pinky is also a protected class in California. California. So <laughs> <laughs> you can be uh, adequate in California, get a lot of raises. <laughs> you're you're protected for a long time in California being adequate, <laughs> being less than adequate. I mean, uh, right? It's, uh, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm like, what's lower than adequate? Mm, that's that's what California law. Yeah, that's California's law. <laughs> if you're subpar, you're always going to have a job. Subpar is always welcome here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I just don't understand political political bias. And I I had someone ask me about this a long time ago. I just delivered our annual harassment diversity training. Or actually, it was just harassment training back in the day, and. They came up to me afterwards and what about what about being harassed for your political affiliation? I'm like, and we delivered it in the November of a presidential election year, and you know, just they went on because of they support somebody. Everybody's mean to them and all that. Like, why does anybody need to know who you're voting for and why and things like that? If you don't want to discuss it, don't discuss it. If, uh, I don't. But you're. You know. But again, you're being. You're being logical, Warren. We're, we're no longer. We're no longer logical because half our half people out there now just tattoo their salaries across their forehead. So I mean, there's there's complete transparency there, which is fine in some cases. But it's the same thing with political affiliation. Yeah. Oh, I mean, or, 
I mean, well, I'm with you. I mean, I'm with you. People don't know who I vote for because I vote differently in every single election, but this is not a political conversation. But what I'm saying is, is like people are too open and willingness now to state something. Yeah. Everybody's got to stand for something. Mm-hmm. I, I, I stand for whatever. You know, you got to stand whatever your your thing is. I don't want to stand and for I, much. I, I, a good ice cold beer, a live football game, like I'm a good baseball game. <laughs> I stand game. for like, myself. That's what yeah, I stand I'm good. For. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just don't know. But I, I also think we're just creating such an atmosphere where this is what people think. They're looking for reasons to be discriminated against or butthurt in some way. And, you know, I think once upon a time there was a story of president of a company someone was in a parking lot with a bumper sticker for a candidate they didn't like and they fired him and you know what yeah it's a pretty stupid move on the president of whatever company to do that but do you want to work there anyway at that point i mean the economy was probably much different where you can't have more jobs than there are people to to fill but yeah do you do you really want to work for that type of person who's just going to fire you because you don't like the same candidate they like that's the I can tell you, now. Nobody likes the candidates I like. Nobody. Uh, <laughs> and and our friends at Baked HR are about to release their season one or their season three, excuse me. And Patrick and I are one of the guests on that, their YouTube channel. And in, you got to watch it because I get called Mr. Fox News. <laughs> 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 and, and for those of you who really know me, yeah, I don't think you're going to. Uh, that's, that's the best descriptor of me. But anyway, I, I thought it was funny. I didn't get butt hurt. I didn't cry. I didn't, you've got to edit that out. I'm hurt. My butt hurts a lot and whatever. It, it was fun. It, I had a great time. So, what, what, why are you on this butt, butt hurt kick tonight? Uh, oh, because everybody's a, butt hurt about something. <laughs> that's like your expression in the evening. You're, you're adequate and you're butt hurt. <laughs> If you're inadequate, you're butthurt about something. Yeah. Wow, that's uh, true too. <laughs> so, boy, I am going through some stuff tonight. Good thing I keep a, a list of a hundred future topics in here. Okay, here's a situation a friend who's not in HR asked me about and asked me what the HR result is. I'll phrase it to you and get your input. Okay. My friend is telling me the story. There going they're in their building and they're in an area they're not normally in but the bug man is there spraying for bugs and doing all that for sort of stuff and he heard one employee telling the pest control guy don't come into their office because it's a cruelty free zone cruelty free zone so uh he he said he just kept on walking by but what do you think of <laughs> no, this? I have like no. I just closed my <laughs> eyes. I was just like, "Oh come on!" Like, so when there's roaches in the cafeteria, we know whose office for, they like, came in through. I mean, there's. I I get people are pacifists. I mean, I I get that whatsoever. But uh, no, no. I, that's it. I I I I'm not often speechless, but this is one of these times. I'm just like, are are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Um, I mean, the rest of the, maybe it's like, 
I'm not going to do that. Maybe there's enough other spraying around the building, except for that person's office, that it'll keep the bugs away. Or else it's like a big entrance sign. Enter, open, 24-7, come this way. <laughs> you know, step right up. Uh, Bug just, paradise. Yeah, I, I, I just don't... It's not your office, it's the employer's office. And in, unless you have some sort of reaction or something like that and you come to me and say hey i have a problem when the bug pride comes i break out and i don't know can't breathe etc then we can have a different discussion but uh otherwise i don't want bugs in my office i don't want the little creepy crawlies the spiders the water bugs or roaches or anything else that that they they're preventing us from getting i should say there right and yeah no mm -hmm. i agree with you it's not your, it's, it, you might be physically sitting in there, but you're not paying rent. No. And, and then on top of that, I was thinking, okay, what is our accommodation? Well, I'm going to move you to an interior office that probably doesn't get spray. Okay. And there's your accommodation and you can have your cruelty free zone in a, a interior office or a cubicle that doesn't have a, or at least it, where I am, the bug man only basically sprays around the perimeter of the uh, interior offices. Uh, so I, I don't know. Look at you I'm pumping out reasonable. Look at you pumping out reasonable accommodation. Like yeah, I'm not even yeah, thinking. That, I'm like I'm no, just like you're an but, idiot. Just shut up. Just get your damn office but, sprayed. And Warren's like, well, let's be correct here. So your reasonable accommodation. Well, that, I was just trying you. to think. What would I do for this person? You know, I, I, believe it or not, I do know a little HR, and I, I'm thinking, and I do think <laughs> of these things, and in, in a real HR sense, and I'm like, well, if that were me, and someone came to me with this this request, what would I, what would I do? And I'm like, uh, I'm like, just get out. Let's <laughs> go. Goodbye. Just get out. I got shit. We have do. an idiot free zone here. And <laughs> that's why I need the sign on my office to say if I was ever in my office, like, sorry, dumb questions. Yes. In this office, there are such things as dumb questions. Yes, there absolutely are dumb questions. So, wow. I, but, uh, uh, but then I guess going back to my butt hurt, if you move that person to an interior office or a cube, I don't have a window anymore and I need to see the birds and whatever, wow. the concrete parking lot and whatever it is out there. If, if you were to make that sort of thing. So now you, you got to choose. Do you want to be where we spray for bugs or do you want to have a window one or the other? I don't know. Interesting, interesting th set of circumstances there. So don't want to go too far today. Want us to keep it in a, a reasonable time frame here. But uh, after listening to our episode with Stuart, I wrote down a number of follow-up questions. I want to bring the eyelash king back. And I want to, <laughs> and he can bring sexy back all he wants there. But I want to bring him back because after listening to it, I was like, oh, I should have asked this or I should have said that and, and things like that. So we, we will have him on. We're also looking for more guests. We want some of our more listeners to come on. We had a guest and actually we have another listener coming on as a guest in I think the first episode in November. So we, we have that scheduled and I've, I've got some things working with a few of our other prior guests to return as well. Some of our employment lawyer friends and, and such. So we're going uh, a lot of good things coming up and, 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 and 
I've already written the song for our <laughs> Christmas special. And on top of that, because I've planned ahead and I've written it ahead, we're going to record it and launch it uh, probably our last episode in November. So we're not doing it like on Christmas Eve, launching our Christmas epi- special episode. So uh, I'm, I'm, as always, I'm really stoked about our stupidity of our, our Christmas episode there. So I'm sorry. It's our holiday episode, Warren. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Uh, well, we're going to rename it all together. It's not going to be a holiday. It's not going to be Christmas. It's going to be, we're going to have something else. <laughs> we're the adequate HR professionals. <laughs> Welcome to adequate HR. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of guests I can bring on that are adequate. <laughs> let's, let's just join a Facebook group and uh, see who asks. Um, what? How? How much time do I have to fill out a nine nine? Uh, put that out on the the Facebook group or uh, what others? Really, just dumb questions. Uh, do I, I, I? I'm I've quit all of the Facebook groups because I just can't. I can't stay. I I I I started to be you know trying to be very helpful and responsive and da 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 and be that person, but at some point I just I couldn't do it anymore, and I, I knew I was just going to start flaming uh on some of these people so yeah <laughs> that's our that's our mr fox news for you yep. <laughs> yes 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 so uh well that's all i have for today and uh as feather said do you want to repeat our best practice of the night uh just do your damn job <laughs> just do it adequately <laughs> do it adequately yeah i mean you won't get fired yeah <laughs> i mean you can have a long adequate normal career with with adequate maybe less than adequate increases oh yeah, yeah that three that three percent is reserved for the the <laughs> average employee <laughs> adequate you You're, get two uh, two two and a half well two and I, a I, half. i'll give i'll give him a half i mean you inflation sucks <laughs> inflation sucks right now i'll throw the extra half in there yeah oh so they're only five percent behind <laughs> <laughs> yeah but anyways as all well, uh, actually, don't get to the exits yet. I want to thank the Underscore Orchestra for the use of our theme song, and also thank Andrew Kolpa for the voice artist intro of our our episodes. And now, as always, I'm Warren, and this is Feathers, and we're helping you survive HR one what the fuck moment at a time. <laughs>